Welcome back to the Swedish podcast. In the previous episode, we covered Guru Hargobind's arrival to Kiritpur, where he met with very famous Muslim fakir, Buddhim Shah. Buddhim Shah was famed for his very long life, him having met uh, Guru Nanak. So now he was at the end of his life and he was waiting for Guru Hargobind's arrival and Darshan, his sight. Buddhim Shah spent the night with Gurditta. They were talking and praising Guru Hargobind. Buddhim Shah told Gurditta that his life was coming to an end and also requested Gurditta that when his life, when Gurditta's life was going to come to an end, that he come to this very spot as well and pass here. So chapter 34 now begins. And the next day, Guru Hargobind wakes up again before sunrise. He bathes, he gets ready, and then he comes, uh, he arrives back at uh, Buddhim Shah's place, recognizing Buddhim Shah as a great devotee of his. So Buddhim Shah, in seeing Guru Hargobind arrive, bows down at his feet and begins to praise Guru Hargobind thanking him for coming to see him at the end of his life, taking away any pains he had at this important moment. Listening to this, Guru Hargobind responded saying, If you wish to live any longer, to see the tamasha, the drama of the world, then let me know and I can fulfill your desire. Buddha Shah then responded saying, I am already 500 years old. This moment right here doesn't come again having your sight during the last breaths of my life. Great yogis and ascetics have forsaken the pleasures of the world, becoming renunciates, but even they do not get your sight at the end of their life. They desire it, but it is not easily obtained. You have been praised in the Vedas as endless. Sheshnag and Saraswati have not found your limit. And you have come here by my side. You know, what great fortune do I have? In saying this, Bhutan Shah then bowed down again, grabbing Guru Hargobind's feet, and at that moment he quickly left his body. Like an elephant quickly shakes off a flower garland from its trunk, he passed away without any pain at all and merged into Guru Hargobind. Then Bhavak, the Dabhabi, he arrived and he began singing Asadivar, praising the divine Parbram. When the sun rose, Guru Hargobind had Bhutan Shah's grave dug and he properly, uh, properly conducted the burial of Buddha Shah. Then Guru Hargobind took Bidhichan, Gurudetta and everybody else like Babak and they went back to Kiritpur. Here they stayed for some time in Kiritpur. They would discuss countless topics and Guru Hargobind um, liberated countless Sikhs during this time. So Tirmal, during all of this, Tirmal being uh, Guru Hargobind's grandson, the eldest son of Baba Gurditta, he stayed in Kartarpur during this whole time, keeping hold of all the property and possessions that Guru Hargobind had left there. So due to his fear uh, of the Emperor Shah Jahan, he wrote uh, them a letter swearing his allegiance to the Emperor. Um, a messenger was sent from Kartarpur to deliver this message to Shah Jahan. And at the same time, back in Lahore, Shah Jahan got word that the five generals, Kale Khan, Qutb Khan, Koja Anwar, Bandit Khan, and Usman Khan, they all died in battle along with their armies. So Shah Jahan was in shock that such a big army was defeated by Guru Hargobind. And by his side was a Sikh of the Guru, Vizir Khan. So this is the main um, advisor to Shah Jahan. And Shah Jahan, when he heard 
he, about this, that, you know, the Battle of Kartarpur was won by Guru Hargobind. He told Vizier Khan that, you know, I can't believe this happened. That we went with such a big force, you know, close to 100,000, but nothing was accomplished. The army, you know, surely went in cocky and unprepared, perhaps, and that's why they were defeated. Vizier Khan heard this and then responded, saying, Shah Jahan, your intellect has failed you. Look at your elders. They all served and respected the Gurus. In getting blessings from the Gurus, only then they were able to continue with their kingdom. It was only with Guru Nanak's blessings that Babur was able to have such a powerful and comfortable rule. Then his successor, Humayun, uh, when he was kicked out and he lost his kingdom, he went to Guru Angad. And in getting a blessing from Guru Angad, then he came back and established his Raj, his kingdom again. The wise emperor uh, Akbar, he meditated upon Guru Amardas and in pleasing Guru Amardas, he obtained a blessing. It was with this blessing that he was able to capture uh, the fort of Chitor, which he had been unsuccessfully fighting for 12 years. And your father uh, would meet with Guru Arjan and Guru Hargobind with his hands folded, his father being Jahangir, asking for uh, their blessings. When he had a sickness, he got the Guru's blessings, which removed that pain. But ever since you became emperor, you started countless battles against Guru Hargobind. And you have only experienced defeat. Hundreds of thousands of your soldiers were killed during these battles. I tried again and again to guide you not to do this, but you just didn't understand. In your heart, you thought of Guru Hargobind as an ordinary person. But he is somebody that just from their word could destroy countless soldiers. So it suits you to greet them with your hands folded in respect. But you go out and start conflict with them. Look at all the generals he's killed, from Mughals Khan, then Abdul Khan, then Lala Beg and Kambar Beg, who had great armies, and now Pandit Khan, the ungrateful one, who took your army behind them, and even they were defeated. Even if the entire world fights with the armies of Guru Hargobind, they will not win. So what chance does your army have against them? Vizir Khan was saying these things while the messenger carrying Tirumal's letter came into the court, who then handed it to Vizir Khan, Vizir Khan being the main advisor who would then read it in the court. But Vizir Khan took the letter and then began reading it to himself, and he was shocked that he was reading this, that thinking, you know, what has this grandson of Guru Hargobind done? You know, this shouldn't be read out loud in front of Shah Jahan, so he might uh, start another conflict with Guru Hargobind. So then, Vizid Khan said to Shah Jahan, he said, in the letter it says that the other horse, which was stolen by Bidhi Chand, that horse has also died in this battle of Kartarpur. So listen, Shah Jahan, these ba bodies are just vessels for breath. No one has any idea when this breath will leave their body. So you shouldn't be angry at this news. You should be humble here and now just respectfully bow to the Guru. Just like your elders have done, you should also act in the same way to the Gurus. You don't have any sh shortage of wealth. Whatever happened, just forget it, your hate towards Guru Hargobind. Don't be malicious against them now, and you'll experience great happiness in your land if you do this. Listening to these teachings given by Vizir Khan, uh, Shah Jahan was then convinced. He began to regret his actions that, you know, without any benefit, he's destroyed such a big portion of his army. He then got up off of his throne. He faced towards Kirithpur, placing his hands together. He then bowed down 
and touched his forehead on the ground. He then called out saying to Guru Harobin, saying that, I will no longer for the rest of my life be deceitful or malicious against you. Please forgive my faults and sins I've committed. Please do not harbor any anger towards me. Vizid Khan then had a letter sent back to Thirmo saying that the emperor will no longer fight against the Guru's house. Uh, and he has bowed down to the Guru and will remain in their service. So this letter was received by Thirumal, who was really happy uh, reading this. So this is how Shah Jahan reacted to the battle. And now coming back to Kiritpur, many Sikhs were now living in Kiritpur in great bliss. Guru Hargobin would often go hunting, liberating many birds, deer, and other animals. Large gatherings of Sikhs would travel and come to see Guru Hargobin for his darshan, his sight. The Masans, the leaders of the communities in various areas around the subcontinent would come with offerings and gifts to the Guru. They would bring uh, these offerings from the Sikhs of that area. And a great amount of wealth was being given to Guru Hargobind. This wealth was then being used to fund a very large langar, a community kitchen, which remained open day and night. Guru Hargobind at this point had left the desire to engage in battle and he had left the warrior spirit behind. There is a constant gathering in the Divan, the congregation, where Sikhs come to see Guru Hargobind for his darshan, his sight, who then experience great bliss. Every day there is Katha, spiritual discourse, and Kirtan, the singing of Gurubani. Listening and listening to these, the, the congregation's mind uh, becomes purified. One day there was a gathering and two Sikhs walked in who had come from a very far off land. They brought with them a proclamation. They bowed down in front of Guru Hargobind and placed it in front of him, who then had it read for the entire court. And it read, Exalted Guru, you are guided by love, and we request from you uh, that you visit our land. All of our people uh, are your Sikhs, and we desire to see your darshan. Please come and purify our homes with your lotus-like feet. Listening to this, Guru Hargobind then laughed and said, this is a very far off land, you know, how will we be able to go there? He then looked at Bidichand and then said, Bidichand, there is no difference between you and me. You should go there. So the, so the entire Sangat, so the entire congregation gets your darshan, gets your sight, and bring back any donations they wish to give to the house of the Guru. Listening to this, Bidichand quickly got ready for the long travel. Uh, after bowing down and accepting the order from Guru Hargobind. Now this is how chapter 34 ends. In the next chapter we will join Bilijan on his travel uh, down southeast to um, near the border of Nepal to the city of Devnagar, which is about a thousand kilometers away from Kiritpur. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always we would like to thank those who have been contributing uh, to the Mangalacharan Patreon page.